I was just going to say there as well that if you do see Mary on Tinder anymore, it's a fake account and please report it. (laughs) (laughs) It's fine. I mean, honestly, I've had a a wild ride since I got back to work. I I had to send her an email. I was wondering where you were going with that. (laughs) (laughs) What happens on the honeymoon stays on the honeymoon. Are you blushing? (laughs) I am a little bit. thoughts on the new Thor, The Love and Thunder, from what you've seen so far? Yeah, I saw the trailer for it on the big screen yesterday, right after mm-hmm. I saw the trailer for the next Mission Impossible film, which I was thinking, yeah. oh, that's, a, that's a perfect way to go and see Top Gun Maverick by, oh, watching yeah. the t- by watching the Mission Impossible trailer right before that. Uh, but yeah, I'm fairly excited about it. I think it'll be pretty good. It looks... Trailers, uh, Marvel films, they don't give anything away at all, but it does look fairly comedic in the same sort of vein as Ragnarok, which was yeah. on my list as a top sequel, because that totally changed the way that people looked at Thor and yeah. sort of appreciated the Thor character, whereas before he was, it was almost like the Channing Tatum of the Avengers, you know, he's sort of a, a meathead with the Shakespearean overtones to him and all yeah. this. But yeah, I, I'm interested in seeing it i definitely i'm definitely going to go and see it yeah it looks good yeah i must admit i've not watched any of miss marvel i've not watched any of kenobi and i feel like i've maybe hit a wee sort of wall with these kind of things but i think i will go and see the the thor eh, movie because it looks really good i'm going to try and do a weird double bill with elvis and the black phone next which sounds like it could be a film by itself elvis and the black phone (laughs) elvis and the black phone i'm going to try and see that and we can maybe catch up with that as well my phone looks good yeah, there's a wee Ethan Hunt assaunce going on. Is it not Ethan Hunt? Can <laughs> <laughs> you movie. imagine Ethan Hunt in the punch? Because he's been doing these horrors, these Blumhouse style horror films for a good while now, about 10 years. Yeah, like yeah. Mm-hmm. Again, I feel like he's sort of almost like. Not disappeared, but I feel like you've not heard, and all of a sudden he's in Moon Knight and he's now in this, yeah. and there's a lot of stuff coming out, and I'm just like, where have you been? And the, and the thing is, he's been he's been around. He obviously has. Yeah, he's it's just sort of been working away. Yeah, yeah. For garden sequels, this might take. I know you're hosting me, so do I see your thunder or oh, love and thunder here? Ah. But <sighs> speaking of sequels, that could transition nicely into the news of the new Joker sequel. Yeah. <sighs> do you think that's serious? No, I don't know. Don't don't think. As the sequel series, I know that they're going to make another film, yes. but do you think that somebody is having a joke with us? I think there's some mischief making going on. Yeah. Oh, do I? I mean, does part of me want Joker 2 to be a musical with Lady Gaga as Harley Quinn? You <laughs> bet your ass that I do. <laughs> However, I... I mean, people were kind of talking about it on Twitter and they were saying, oh, well, how many more Martin Scorsese films can you rip off? All that sort of thing. I get where they're coming from with the first one, but I think that maybe to do something so wildly different would be part of the joke in itself. But I feel like Joker was so good, let's not tamper with what was working. It's a tough one. I don't know where they can go with it. And if they're going to just go really off the rails into a musical, don't be wrong, it's like Warner Brothers... I'm still going to agree with that idea. And mm. if they think, is this markable, this make money? 
it doesn't matter how much the first one made. It's fair enough, it's fair enough saying the first one made a billion dollars and give us more of that. Todd. Todd Phillips. Oh, yeah, Todd, Todd Phillips. If he comes in and says... When you I said Josh, then I was like, who? <laughs> But you came out to a thought, so I know you're looking for is this other like uh, ultra realistic idea of the Joker. Mm-hmm. How about musical? <laughs> More about them, yeah, so you know what? Make it work. Yeah. But it's funny you mentioned the kind of, I know I'm divulging, uh, divert a little for the sequel talk here with the Martin Scorsese ripoff thing. Mm-hmm. See, in terms of the comics, though, especially the Elseworld uh, DC comics, that's the kind of things they used to do. They would mm-hmm. take something that was very popular and already existed and shoehorn an existing DC character into it. And it was that familiar, familiarity that really worked. And TV shows do it quite a lot as well. Like um, things like Supernatural and Smallville, these very formulaic shows, will sometimes rip off an idea or emulate a very popular story. Mm-hmm. Like, there's an episode of Smallville, which is basically, funnily enough, The Hangover. They all wake up with no memory. What? But it plays out very similar. It's very, very common for TV shows and comics to do that. So when the Joker came along and everybody said, he just ripped off Martin Scorsese, like, yeah, that's the point. It's not like he's hit it. It's clearly a taxi driver. It's clearly a kind of comedy. That's the point. Yeah, and the thing is, the setting of the film, obviously, is the you know, the early 70s or whatever. I think, I mean, if we're going to get really technical about it, I remember being told in my comparative literature course that there's only seven stories that you can ever tell. It's how you tell them. So I imagine there's probably a lot of repetition throughout Hollywood. I mean, to be honest with you, we're talking about Top Gun, which is obviously, it came from an article, you know, Mission Impossible, which was a TV show, Jump Street, which was a TV show. There's loads of stuff that's just, you know, repeated content. They're just sort of repackaging it slightly. So I think that to snark on the first one because you think it's a rip-off is... Well, I would argue you're missing the point, but I realise that it came on... I think people kind of missed the point, idea because it's clearly a... It's almost like a pseudo-remake, just mm-hmm. retold with a DC lens, and people could come and say, well, that's very strange. As far as the comics are concerned, it's not actually that strange. It's actually quite common that they'll do stuff like that. And it works if- a lot of the time. If they are making a musical, I just want everyone to know that I am available with my little um, clear Riddler glasses to sing. Because <laughs> all I keep looking at is that TikTok of the lassie who thinks she looks like him with the little clear glasses singing the Abbey Maria. And every time I put my clear glasses on, I'm just thinking I look like the fucking Riddler. Has anybody photoshopped Wacken Phoenix and Lady Gaga in makeup over the bodies of... John Travolta and Eleven Years On. Why not? Maybe so. Do you know, part of me at first was like, can Joaquin Phoenix sing? And then I totally forgot the whole Johnny Cash thing that he did. And I was like, oh yeah, he really can. Sing, I just so. Oh, but, but apparently it's also knows as well, he's not actually signed up to it yet. I thought there was a picture of him holding a There is. There, there is. Apparently, contractually, he's not actually on he's not actually signed up. He's on board in theory, but he's not actually. I feel like that's a wacky Phoenix thing to do. I feel like he's a quirky, eccentric guy who, at the very last minute, (laughs) he was only offered a one and done for the film. And he'd said that during the promotion of the film, said, Yeah, it's a one time thing. If it does well, it does well. If it doesn't, doesn't matter. It's just a one off. It's not part of an extended universe or an alternative universe or anything. In fairness, he does a lot of varied work i can't imagine he would want to get tied into some sort of superhero franchise he probably has quite interesting projects that he gets offered quite a lot but unless but yeah as i say i saw a picture of him holding a script so my heart did kind of swell at the thought of it but it may or may not happen who knows i think it will happen i think it was a script and he's promoting that he's 
probably seen his Instagram stuff, it'll probably will happen. Will it happen as a musical with the gag as Harley Quinn? Yeah, I can't help but think there's some mischief making going on here, just to mm-hmm. just mess a bit with the the critics. But I'll went to see Lightyear last night, which I liked. Me... Oh, did you? I didn't. Yeah, I thought it was pretty. It was pretty. It was pretty fun. It was enjoyable. I thought, I thought mm-hmm. the cat was fun. That was weird. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the way when it was processed and it would turn its head around and go, meow, 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 meow. Yeah, hi. And it was the, all the to infinity and beyond where it, like he touches the, the touch fingers, you know? Yeah. And then when he tries to do it with the uh, the character's granddaughter and she goes, what are you doing? So it's something I used to do with your grand. <laughs> and they all went, oh! <laughs> I thought that was pretty good. That yeah, was it was fairly generic, but it was still, I, I found it quite enjoyable. I thought it was a bit too generic. Although I will say that they made Zerg quite scary. I thought for mm-hmm. a kids' film, yeah. it's quite a quite a scary looking. I mean, obviously, like the Zerg that you see in Toy Story is the action figure. Yeah. So this is obviously like a meant to be like a kind of movie or whatever. But I thought it was quite scary. I was like, oh, this is. It reminded me of do you know how that kind of goblin thing at the end of Fantasia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like that that kind of like head shape. I was like, oh, this is actually quite scary for kids. And yeah, there was not a lot of adults in the cinema last night, so I always feel slightly weird going to see kids' films because you're just like, it just looks <laughs> so strange. Well, fair enough, Jurassic World uh, was just full of kids. Really? Yeah, it really, like so much. So, I mean, I've never seen that. Two groups of kids go flung at one point. Ooh. Is that a 12? Enough. It's 12, yeah. Yeah. But For some reason, that, I thought it was a 15. I don't know why. I, I was surprised. I mean, I've seen enough Jurassic Park films in the cinema. And when the first one was out, I was really young and enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. I was surprised how much it was a, so many kids there. Mm-hmm. That doesn't strange. No. It's good. Seen it yet, it's no. good. I'm, I want to see it again, though, because I, I do feel that it was expected more from being the last one. Mm-hmm. Is uh, this definitely confirmed to be the last one, then? For, for well, I, think, I think they'll give it a couple of years and then come out with something else. But, yeah. Mm. I think there's almost so many times they can try this park opening before they realise it's a bad <laughs> idea. At <laughs> 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 point, we say, guys... <laughs> it's not ending well. People are getting eaten. Dinosaurs are escaping. The no good raptors are a bit Malta. Come on. <laughs> Do you follow the Jurassic Park account on Twitter? <laughs> I love scary. that. It's so <laughs> funny. Have you seen it, John? No, no, I've seen it. I think it's some point Jurassic Park updates. And it's just imagine it's supposed to be like an, like an HR account, basically, isn't it? Yeah. It's yeah. just like, updates about the park throughout the day. <laughs> it's really funny. <laughs> And it is things like, if you are getting eaten, can you please stop screaming? You're upsetting the other dinosaurs and stuff like that. Like, it's just really funny. It's just daft stuff. I love stuff like that. I guess it's in another pod, actually. And I, if I won a quiz at the end of it, I got to recommend their next film. So I recommended Frenzy. And then I listened to the pod where they were discussing it. And I, they obviously think I'm a psychopath. <laughs> like, we're not quite sure why she's recommended this. It's very disturbing. It's not even, doesn't even feel like a nice Hitchcock. It's like, and then obviously they were talking about some of the, the lines in the film and it's like, disconcerting recommendation. So now I'm like <laughs> banned from any other podcast. <laughs> I still maintain it's a great film though. So I got back to work and decided to go, I was going to change my name and I had to send an email to everyone explaining how to pronounce it phonetically. Because I, I came in on day one and they were like, Mrs. Man. <laughs> I was like, I'll send it million. So, so with suitable gifts, I had like the wee chihuahua with the sombrero and the <laughs> maracas, a Spanish dancer, a talking tackle, all that sort of good stuff. So it's been exciting, that's for sure. Still, you kept Chris off the flight to Rwanda, so that's the main yeah. thing, yeah. <laughs> I always remember 
remember I can't remember if it was his birthday or Valentine's Day and I was like I wrote my wee thing and it was like roses are red our steel is imported I know you're marrying me to avoid being deported (laughs) 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 so yeah I mean he had he was like a kid at Christmas in Monaco I've genuinely never he was see when you actually see I mean we've obviously watched Formula One on TV but I didn't appreciate what it was like to actually hear that in real life like they give you ear defenders and stuff at various places when we were sitting but it's the it's like the petrol mist like you get into Mm. Monaco and you can smell it straight away because obviously it's not just Formula One they have like Formula Two the Porsche Rally the e-cars all that sort of thing all you can smell is, and I'm like, is Christmas going to light a cigarette? And I'm like, oh, can you not do that? Like, they're petulantly around here. But yeah, it was, I mean, obviously the, the sound was absolutely terrible. I've never heard anything like it in my puff. It was absolutely incredible. So even if uh, my wee favourite came 13th on the day. So I wrote the Val review because we watched Top Gun Maverick and then I came home and realised that was on Sky. And I was like, oh my God, I absolutely have to watch that. I found that whole, God, that documentary kind of... Oh, that was a that was a bit of a downer yes, after the yes, uh, excitement yeah. of Topman. It's do you know in some places you kind of feel like mm, is that the whole story, Val? But in other places it is fucking heartbreaking. Like he actually says at one point because he's obviously doing like comic cons and stuff like that, and he was like, I just feel like the lowest of the low, sitting hawking signatures for a living, and I oh, burst absolutely burst. 